have you ever thought about death and thought about dying and and or uh was what does it mean to you like what does what does it mean to you death and dying well i've definitely thought about it because a few years ago i almost died from pulmonary embolism are you kidding no 2015 oh my gosh yeah i was um I had been having, I started off with symptoms in my leg and I just thought I'd exercise too hard one day. And so I ignored leg pain for like three weeks. And then I noticed that I started getting short of breath. And I, the day I was giving a presentation at work and I remember I was like really short of breath and somebody at the presentation was like, can you speak up? Cause we can barely hear you. And I'm like, well, you know, I would, but I really can't, I'm trying. And I was just so short of breath. And my mom was actually, you know, she had moved here like the year before and she was actually getting ready to go to Madison to visit Karen. And I was like, oh, you know, maybe I should go to urgent care just to make sure that everything's okay before like my in-town support leaves. Right. So I went to urgent care and they did a test on me and they were like, oh, you need to go to the emergency room immediately because we're pretty sure you have either DVT or pulmonary embolism. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I had, so then I went to the emergency room and they did this. um, It wasn't a CT scan. It was some sort of nuclear imaging of my lungs. And I had multiple embolisms throughout my lungs uh, and it had started in my legs. And um, it was funny because the ER doctor, when he came in, because I could walk, I could talk, you know, I was like, you know, having some symptoms, but I wasn't in pain. And he was like, oh, I'm sure there's nothing wrong with you. He was like, we'll send you back for some tests, but I'm sure you're going to be going home in a few minutes. And then after the test, he came in and he was like, well, actually, you have multiple multiple pulmonary embolisms and we're going to put you in the hospital. Ring, ring. Guess who's calling the cell? You better answer the phone. We got life stories to tell. We'll be asking the questions and you'll be talking as well on if they die by natural causes or it's gory as hell. Whoa. Take your pick. Tell me, have you guessed yet? Your final answer, you sure that's a dead set? I'd advise, always put forward your best bet. Just wanted to call to ask, is that guy dead yet? This is the podcast, Is That Guy Dead Yet? It's a challenging test of guessing a well-known person and if that person is still alive. We understand that we can't update these episodes all the time. If somebody's alive during the recording and dies shortly after, uh, we just leave it to the recording date. Granted, if the guy's dead, we know he'll stay dead. You know, we're not scientists, but we pretty much know that. I'm your host, Steve Donovan. I welcome friends to the recordings. And my newest friend, I'm going to challenge her knowledge, is with me is Katie Thornsvard, the finance and resource planning expert who is part of a dynasty of amazing women. Katie lives on the East Coast. And I consider her creative. Very funny from what I can tell. And thank you for taking the dare from your sister and coming on to the show, Katie. Sure thing. What uh, what should I know about you that I don't know? Oh, gosh, I don't know. I'm not good about answering questions about myself. I'm a huge dog person. <laughs> uh, you're huge. How many dogs do you have? I have two. And then, of course, you know, Karen, my sister is living with me and we have her dog Moss here right now. So Karen yeah. moved pandemic and... Uh, we're having a good time being sisters living together in our fifties <laughs> for the becoming, new golden girls. <laughs> becoming the golden girls with your mom. Yep. We actually call cause you know, my mom lives about less than a mile away and my two of my nephews live with my mom, grown nephews. And we actually call ourselves the golden girls. 
So <laughs> even the nephews are part of the Golden Girls, and they love it. They love being yes. I I would love it too. Yeah. Okay, so let's get into it. This is right. I'm going to give you a number of clues about this person, and these are facts about them, some stories about their life, what they've done, and things along those lines. And then you'll get to guess who it is. And I'll let you know when I'm done. And that's when you should reserve your answers for the very end. Okay. Okay. So don't guess early. You can you can guess in your head, and then okay. we'll talk about it after we're done. See okay. if you can get it. So this person was born in 1947. And you know what date he was born? October 29th. Oh, my birthday. Yes, exactly. This person is a son of an attorney, restaurateur, and plastics company owner. And this person's other parent is a self-described peace peace activist. This person debuted on the TV production In Mama's House when they were 15. They attended San Fernando Valley State College, now California State University, for a year, and then was a conscientious objector during the Vietnam War. Um, During that time, this person acted in a few small TV roles, such as Peyton Place, Gidget, That Girl, Gunsmoke, Bewitched, The Ghost and Mrs. Muir, and The Big Valley. This person's first film role was a small, uncredited appearance in The Graduate, where they had one line, should I get the cops? I'll get the cops. This person landed a big role in 1973, maybe a giveaway, American Graffiti, acting with other future stars such as Harrison Ford, and Ron Howard. This person played their first lead role in the Canadian film The Apprenticeship of Duddy Kravitz, your favorite and mine, 1974. Uh, This person won a 1978 Academy Award for for portrayal as a struggling... Artist in the Goodbye Girl in nineteen seven, uh, that was a nineteen seventy seven film. Soon after playing two large roles for Steven Spielberg, this person uh, married uh, writer and producer Jeremy Rain in the early nineteen eighties, and they had three children. And around nineteen seventy eight, this person began using cocaine frequently. In fact. Their addiction came to a head four years later, 1982, when they were arrested for possession of the drug after they were blacked out while driving. Um, this person entered rehab and eventually made a Hollywood comeback in 1986. And this person had an important cameo in the film Stand By Me. And little known fact, in 94, this person participated in the historic papal concert to commemorate the Shoah at the Vatican in the presence of Pope John Paul II. And in 2010, this person was in the film, more recently, Piranha 3D. I wish I saw that in the movie theater, you know, get all the 3D and everything. Um, 
do you know who this person is or have any ideas who this person is? God, I don't. I mean, I'll tell you who's who ran through my head, but then it was like, okay, that person is too young. That person is um, too old. If you want any hints, I'm happy to provide them. Yeah, yeah, provide some hints. Okay. The uh, 1986 film that this person made a comeback in was the film Down and Out in Beverly Hills. Um, another one, and this will hit home too, that, uh, that this person per, uh, portrayed us president, vice president, Dick Cheney, who looks a lot like your father Yeah, he does. and Oliver <laughs> and Oliver Stone's 2008, George W. Bush biography pick W. So, uh, this person could portray your father. Yeah, God, I am like drawing a complete blank. Um, I mean, various people keep running through my head, but then it's like, no, that's not the person. Because I like when you said W, I thought James Brolin, but he doesn't look like my dad. Uh, yeah, J uh, Brolin played actually played W. Yeah, yeah. Or was uh, or was yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll give you yeah. another. Another. Is it, is, it, is it? So I can't remember if you said he. Is it always a he? Well, yeah, actually, because it's Cheney, played Cheney. Right. But just in out of curiosity, is this podcast always men? Or no. okay. Uh, yeah, I need more hints. Okay, a big one was when. When he won the Oscar in 1978, soon after playing two large roles for Steven Spielberg. So think about 70s films with Steven Spielberg. Um, oh, is it? Um, oh, gosh. Down and out in Beverly Hills. He wasn't in Jaws, was he? Yes, he was. That was Not one of the Steven Spielberg movies. Yeah, I mean, I know, I know I'm picturing him right now, but I, I'm struggling. Now you're, now you're feeling Karen's pain. Or yes. she's like, I can see him. Yeah, yeah. He was also in that movie where he's a band director. Correct. Mr. Holland's Opus. Yep, he was a Mr. Holland's Opus. I know who he is. I'm just totally. Close Encounters of the Third Kind is the other yep, Steven Spielberg yep, movie. Yep, yep. Oh my gosh, what is his name? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know it. I know it. I know it. I know it. Um, I know it. It just won't come into my brain. Do you Do you need me to feed it to you? Well, then I'll know it, right? <laughs> <laughs> well if you can't come up with it we gotta it's like okay when yeah like how long do we let the pain go on right exactly yeah um give me one more second give me okay more second. oh god i know it i know it i know it i know it um yeah give it to me and then richard i'm gonna keep... dreyfus is richard dreyfus yep 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 ah darn it yeah all right so, Katie, of course, the question of the hour is, is that guy dead yet? 
he's still alive. You are correct. Uh, Richard Dreyfus is still alive, and he's been married quite a few times. And currently, uh, he and Russian-born Svetlana Orokin married in 2006 as of February 2020, and they live in San Diego, California. And during his career, uh, Dreyfus had feuds with some of the people he worked with, most notably actors Robert Shaw on uh, Jaws and Bill Murray when What About Bob? And um, and also he had a lot of problems with uh, Oliver Stone when he was being directed by MNW. So, correct, very good, Katie. You, I mean, you had him in your head, right? I knew who I knew you were talking to talking about. I just could not pull the name out of the archives. <laughs> yeah, it, it was. Yeah, it's tough when you get into that like little rut and you see the face but you can't remember the name. So. You've been listening to Is That Guy Dead Yet? The brainchild of Steve Donovan and Dan Presser. I want to thank Katie for joining me today. Got a celeb or a politician or a well-known person you think would be a good topic? Would you like to appear on the show and be challenged? Email us on at isthatguydeadyet at gmail.com. show is written and produced by me, Steve Donovan. Intro music is performed and written by Jack Fox. 